Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Adults. My name is Glenn King, and it is my honor to bring you adult entertainment talk for the adult entertainment curious. And I have with me today one of my favorite people in the world. She is cute. She's adorable. She is hot. She's beautiful. She is Sammy Parker. Sammy Parker. <laughs> What's up? Oh my God, you can be question. <laughs> so I have seen you go from being like this little cute girl who does, um, you know, teen runaway scenes to this sophisticated looking beauty queen with big boobs now. <laughs> yes. And I'm so excited to talk to you about your, your sort of your transition and growth in this industry. We'll start with just how you got in the industry. Um, how long have you been in the industry now? About like four years now. Oh my God. I started in 2016. Wow. When I was just about like 19 years old, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And so what got you into the industry? Well, it's really funny. When I was a little girl, looking around the house, digging into every drawer, just looking around, I came across Playboy magazines. And I was always interested, like, wow, look at these beautiful women. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to, how do you do this? What do you do? Like, what? I thought you could just, like, walk into Walmart with an application and be like, hey, I want to be in these magazines. I'm like, where do you go to do that? I was such a little girl. I was so afraid to ask my own father, like, how do I do this? Like, what is this? I knew, like, you know, I would be in big trouble looking at these magazines. I'm snooping around. I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm just a curious little kid, and I saw these magazines. I'm looking at my Barbies, like, oh, my God, I want to be this. this. Per- I want to be in front of the camera. I know, you know, I want to take these pictures. Where do I go? I want to be in these magazines. I want to be seen by the world. And then, you know, I'm on Instagram posting my slutty little pictures, but I always kept my head cut out and then this guy was like hey you could do so well and you know i'm a talent scout and da 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 da. this is after you turned 18 yeah yep after 18 just i just started this instagram and i was like oh my god because i i really love the name samantha sammy samuel sam that's like my favorite name so i'm like i'm gonna go by sammy and i was like oh yeah so this guy hit me up like i can get you into the porn industry you can make this much and do this and then i was like i don't care about the money i just want (laughs) to do it i want the fame i want to be with these other girls and doing this because in my community where i grew up it's just like so frowned upon it's like oh that's nasty you know but it's us human beings you know it's it's natural for us to like go out and have sex and do these things so it's like why you know, I like put that in the closet and just ugh, put that like it's shameful. No, it's not. It's us humans. It's our natural, you know, us being in our environment. Well, I think part of what makes you special is that you did come from a different environment than a lot of people in the industry. Um, I can edit this out if you don't want to talk about this, but you grew up on an Indian reservation, didn't I you? I did. Yes, I did. I grew up on an Indian reservation. I'm Navajo. So, like, growing up, I didn't have running water or electricity. We grew up really being really poor, so I didn't know anything about this. When I grew up, when I was 15 years old, my mom came and brought me off the reservation, and I went to go live with my mom in the city in Phoenix, Arizona. And just being around everybody and just everything, I was like, wow, this is so cool. I got access to the internet. 
porn was so that's the first thing I went to I didn't make a Facebook I just went and just looked for porn I'm such a little pervert I just like was I go and see this and everybody's in class talking about it. You know, you have all these teenagers in class. They would just talk about sex. Right, like, right. I'm just like, whoa, what the <laughs> hell? I was just like, oh, my God. And I would, you know, I was like, wow, this is really cool. Being in the city, it was just a huge change. And then that's when I started being a little slut. I was just yeah. like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, I don't freaking care. I know high school is such a short period of your life I'm gonna outgrow that I'm gonna go do more big things but right now I was like I don't really care I just started sleeping with all these little random guys and like I just I don't know or yeah that's when I started making my Instagram and I was trying to grow that because I could see how easily it was to grow popular on Instagram all these models even on Pornhub you don't need to show your face yeah so that's what I was like okay I'm just gonna show my body and I did and bam, that's when that guy came to me, and I was like, without okay. even seeing your face, he came. Without, to me yeah, and I was like, I, okay. yeah, I was like, I really want to do this. No, I want to. He's like, but you have to show your. Face. And I was like, no, I want to. So I came out to Las Vegas. This was the first place I went to go do go sees. I saw a few companies. Okay, wait, wait. And I have to ask you because so this person, and I think it's the you're still with this person today, right? No, it was no, a different different person. person. Okay. Yeah, but he brought me to the person I am with now. He must have been so happy when he finally saw your face. Yeah, and was like. Oh my God, you're hotter. Your face is even yeah, hotter than your body. Yeah, and then he asked me what my ethnicity is. He's like, what are you? And yeah. I was like, I'm Native American. He's like, oh my God, this is huge. You need to come into this industry. There is yeah. not that. There's nobody like you. Like, holy fuck, you are exotic looking. You're just so, so pretty. You need to come. You need to come and do this. And I was like, you know what? My gut was just pulling me, like, come on, do this. And I was kind of, I was really scared, honestly, because I had to bring it to my parents. I didn't want to keep it hidden. So, oh, wow. yeah, so I I don't talk to my dad. Mm -hmm. We were, we don't talk anymore. But I went to my mom, and I was like, hey, mom, you know, I'm living under her roof and everything. And I'm like, mom, I really want to do this. And I brought her a Hustler magazine because after Las Vegas, when I did my go-sees out here, we went straight to L.A. with this talent scout and a few other girls. We all packed in the car and we went to L.A. We went to Holly with that girl that runs um, Hustler. Yeah. We went met her. Went up in, into the building, the Hustler penthouse. We went into a go-see and we met her in person. She's like, I really like you. Wow, you are f so beautiful. Oh, my God. She's like, I need, she's like, we need to put you in a magazine. So she booked me for Barely Legal. And she's like, you're just so pretty, so exotic looking. Oh, my God. I am so in love with your personality. Everything about you. You're so bubbly, so cute. I want you to be. And she signed me and this other girl. The other girl didn't make it because she has a boyfriend. So, like, she's trailed behind. But I was like, I want to do this full. Like, I'm so into this. Went in, I did the barely legal shoot, and then that's when everybody started noticing me and all these agents, and I was like, okay, I want to go to Las Vegas. That's where I want to be is my home now because it's so close to Arizona. Mm -hmm. So that's where I went. And But you didn't choose L.A.? Mm -mm, no. I'm scared of L.A., honestly. It's just like a different world for me. It's too much of a city. I like the suburban life, and that's what I was used to, especially growing up in Phoenix. When I went to the city, it was all suburban. It wasn't the city city. It was all suburban life. So that's what I'm used to, and that's what I'm comfortable with. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Vegas is my home, and... So this is better than L.A. Globally. Yeah. I tell <laughs> and everybody's coming out here. It's crazy. They all seem to be moving here. The mm -hmm. industry is trickling here. Um, mm -hmm. There are three times as many performers here now as there were when I moved here three years wow, ago. Wow. See? Yeah. It's just growing here. And when I came here, there was... 
You know, there was not that much stuff down Blue Diamond Road. And now right. there's all these shops popping up, all these apartment complexes just going up. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's really blowing up. Now you got the Raiders coming here. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Our little city <laughs> is growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I forgot I usually set, uh, sort of set the table for everybody at the beginning by explaining what the girl looks like and where we are. <laughs> We're in Sammy's mansion, and this is a mansion. I mean, I hope she doesn't mind me telling people she now um, lives in a mansion that she bought because unlike a lot of porn performers, um, she saves her money, and she's a very smart little businesswoman. And she is wearing like a jeans, um, jean jumpsuit, I think you would call that, <laughs> with a pink top, and then she has her hair in sort of ponytails, or not ponytails, but um, pigtails. Pig yeah, which... Would make her look young um, if she wanted to look young, but she's got sort of a sophisticated look that's coming out of her beautiful long hair. So there you guys go. And you can look her up. Of course, her, her Twitter is Sammy Parker, S-M-A-I-P-A-R-K-E-R. That's it, right? There's no XXX on there? There is an XXX. Oh, there is. Excuse three. me. Okay, so it's Sammy Parker, XXX. All right, so you graduated high school. You didn't even graduate high school. No, I didn't. You became 18, and mm -hmm. you knew this is what you'd wanted to do your, your whole life. Yeah. You came, you hooked up with somebody, and started doing go sees. Mm -hmm. So you ended up in Hustler? Yeah, I started doing the Barely Legal mag magazine. Mm -hmm. I did a shoot with them. And then agents recognized me, came out to Vegas, met an agent here that I'm with now. And I just started doing Naughty America, all these... Um, big major companies that I really wanted to shoot with and it just blew up from there and I was super happy and my whole native community noticed me right away it was really funny they they noticed me so quick and I was like oh my god yeah it was a lot of negative things being said and a lot of positive but I always sure. look at the positive because right. that's what just makes me really happy and it brings you like I love your shirt it says destroy excuses that's that's Absolutely. yep that's what I live by like exactly I was so like afraid and I was like no I can't do this I you know I was a little overweight but I was like I can't I don't want to do this but I was like you know what I want uh, yeah this is what I wanted when I was little I'm gonna fucking do this I'm gonna work out I'm gonna succeed and um, it was funny, I was hanging out with Abigail Mack the other day, and she's like, girl, I started off the same place you were, yeah. you know, I was telling her whole, my whole journey, and she's like, yep, I was in the same, now I'm the same spot you are, I just bought my own house, same thing, I have every other, she's like, I'm fucking so happy, and it's all paid off, all that hard work, and I'm like, dude, that's, literally, it took me like four good years, working my ass off, running my website, Going through, you know, it was hard, you know, when I was shooting before, I was shooting back to back to back, living by paycheck by paycheck by paycheck. Right. It was freaking hard. And living in this big model house with all these other girls, and I was the only one working, the only one putting rent down, the only one bringing food in the house. It was yep. so freaking hard. It was so annoying. But I was just like, you know what? Keep pushing, keep pushing. I saw other performers posting and tweeting like, hey, if you're in that spot, you're struggling, just keep going. Just keep pushing because you're going to get there one day. In the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, keep pushing because you're going to get there. Just keep doing it. And you know what? Now I'm here. I'm just like, oh, my God, this is it's all paid off. Reading all those stupid negative comments didn't help. Reading the positive, yeah. focusing on the positive, and just looking at the, you know, bright pictures just 
you know. I never see you get into Twitter battles with anybody. Because that's the way I keep it, you right. know. Once in a while, I will kind of just say something, you know. It's, it's funny. Um, but, yeah, I just try to avoid that because, you know, just stay out of that. Right. When you're, you know, I think this is what the companies look at you. They look at your tweets. They look at your replies. And they're yeah. like, oh, I, I don't want that. And Because, you know, when girls talking bad about, you know, like, just... Just bad about other talent, companies, stupid things that happened on set that are just unnecessary. Drama queens, you know, like, no. The industry, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't put up with that. I saw Anna Fox tweet about, like, hey, keep these drug addicts and keep these crazy people out of our industry. You need to because there's a lot of, you know, the new talent that comes on, a few, like, I know there's a a few good of them out there that, you know, want to focus on a career, want to make big name but others are just here to make a few quick bucks they're like oh i want to be here to make uh, to support my drug habit or to get my rent paid or do this and that and that and it's like no dude we are here we come here with a clean test we stay home all day we want to shoot with you know major talent that are doing the same thing we're doing we're staying home all day we're not messing around we're not escorting we're not you know coming on set with a dirty test I think that, you know, needs to be cut out of this industry. And especially people that are, like, being harassed and hurt on set, you know, means no means no. You know, you've seen those tweets about girls being hurt by certain male talent, you know, when they're saying, I can't do this or that, yeah. I think we as an industry, or you as as performers. Yeah. You as performers need to band together Mm -hmm. and... There is a union, so maybe you all need to get with a union, or maybe you need to go through APAC, the social club, or whatever. Yeah, that's... Or maybe you guys need to just form your own little group, but collective bargaining is not happening right now. Like, in other words, you you all have the power if all the performers got together and said, we're not going to go to these sets anymore where the conditions are as follows. We're not going to sets with violence anymore. Um, you know, if you guys want to make a video that has violence in it, then you can fake the violence, or you can hire stunt people to be in the violence. Just like a little example of what's going on. But you don't need the guy to walk up and slap the girl hard across the face (laughs) to get your point across, because that can all be faked, and that's how... Hollywood doesn't work the way we do. They Mm -hmm. don't want to show realism in their videos where they want... You know, maybe Tom Cruise does his own stunts, but most <laughs> actors, they fake everything, and that's what yep. has to happen in our industry. Oh, yeah. And that's that's funny, because a lot of these porn fans, they don't understand that it's all fake. I made a plea on the podcast <laughs> a few weeks ago, and I'll repeat it again. <laughs> Guys out there, you love your girls. You love your Sammy. You love all of the porn performers. You profess your love every day on Twitter. And then you ask them to go do the roughest scenes, and you say to them, "Hey, do this, do a gangbang. Hey, do a um, do a, a a double penetration." And these things contribute to the mental health failures of the performers because their bodies are getting destroyed, and they get depressed over these things. They're fine when they're on set, but they go home and they get depressed, and then they do drugs to get over the depression. Mm-hmm. And and so somebody like Sammy over here, for example, all right, so this is a chain reaction of greatness that you've got going on because it starts with you when you're not booked, you get up in the morning and you work, you go do something. Mm-hmm. And so you're making money on the days when you're not working. And so therefore you don't need 
to wait by the phone for oh, somebody to book you. Yes, thank and when God. when <laughs> you do get booked, you sometimes say no to scenes. I totally say no all the time. And it's funny because that took me two, two years to establish my name and finally get out there because I wanted to be put out there. And now, you know, I was like, oh, my name, you know, like after two years being in the industry, I didn't want to shoot porn anymore. I was like, I'm totally tapped out on this. I'm done. Like you said, you shoot with all these people and you come home and you're like, fuck, man, I'm exhausted. I'm worn out exchanging all these energies with all these different people and you come home and you feel just like mad at yourself it's so funny because i i do feel that way sometimes sure but like yeah but i get home i'm just like i'm done with this i'm so tired and think god only fans came out because when only fans yeah. came out that's when i was like i'm gonna focus on this i'm gonna jump on this put pour my heart out into this and then my name started it's just like i wasn't getting any more fans i wasn't doing anything so i'm like i need to do something i got my boobs done so that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to get my boobs done. And I'm not going to shoot anymore once I get my boobs done. So I'm just going to shoot for my OnlyFans. If anybody wants to see my new boobs or see anything anything I shoot, it's going to be only for OnlyFans. Because that's the way I make my money. It's like you're, you're like a store and you put, you know, your scenes on the shelf. And you can, you know, just keep making money off of that instead of giving it to like naughty america or somebody that pays you only like a thousand bucks for the scene right and they make money off of it until you literally die till you're gone that's and right yeah they keep making money so you want to short yeah, term yep this exactly. is what you guys out there need to understand is that the traditional model is a very short-term model for the girls you go to a scene mm-hmm. you get a thousand dollars the same day mm-hmm. and you can go spend it yeah but the reality is is that if you owned that scene and you had a place yeah. to put it you would keep making money off of forever. it forever. Yeah, for thirty forever. years from now, yeah, you could still be, even if you're only making like yeah. ten dollars a month off that scene. Yep. thirty years from mm-hmm. now, you do enough scenes. And and these girls, I've met a bunch of girls that have came to me and they're like, oh, I don't. Wow, you have this house, you have this and this and this. Oh, I only have my own suitcase. And I was like, you know right. what? I was in the same place you were. Right. I just had a suitcase and raggy clothes. That's where I started out. But when I met all these girls and they're telling me what you're telling me right now, this is all I have. And, you know, they have this Louis Vuitton bag and these expensive shoes. It's like, don't waste your money on that. Add it to your wish list. There's a bunch of shoes out there. Add that to your wish list. Add that to your wish list. Add suitcases. Whatever you need, add to your wish list because your fans are out there that love you and they will buy that for you. And you can wear that and be like, hey, I make a video for them and make them feel special and you're going to have that forever. Like, all these, like, these all came off my wish list. And I know each pair that came from my fans <laughs> because, you know, it means so much to me. And all these, like, little shoes down here, I, I am so appreciative to my fans. And it's like, when you... And you just put that money away, invest in something else, you know, invest in a better camera, invest in a microphone, invest in a shoot location, you know, it will freaking pay off in the long run, invest, you know, you can invest in cute clothes, but just add that to your wish list. You know, don't buy that stupid expensive outfit. Just put it on your wish list. There's similar things. We're in her closet now, actually. <laughs> and so she has like about a hundred pairs of shoes in here and a really, really wide variety of outfits. I mean, clearly, and they're all nice. I mean, there's nothing in here that's raggedy. What happened to your raggedy clothes? You throw those away? <laughs> you don't have those anymore. No, my suitcase had a missing wheel, holes in it. It was so funny. It was so embarrassing kind of going on set. Like, I only have these clothes, guys. They're just looking at me like, 
Really? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to ask Sammy for some on-set stories here. But first, I need to tell you about our sponsor, Sex Panther. Are you on Ooh, Sex Panther? Yes, I am. Great. Okay. So then we'll talk about Sex Panther with people here. So Sex Panther, for our fans of the show, is your way to build a real, true, intimate relationship with your favorite porn star. People like Sammy Parker, who's right here with me, mm-hmm. you cannot send Sammy a dick picture on Twitter and expect to get a response other than, fuck you. <laughs> but you can text her a dick picture on Sex Panther, right? Yep. And she will respond, and she probably probably checks Sex Panther all day, every day. You check yours all day, every day? She's checking it right now. <laughs> yeah. So you can, do, you, can, you can get pictures on Sex Panther. You can get videos. You can do phone calls with your favorite porn star. You can do um, uh, video calls, I think, or get video clips. And... For a lot of a lot of cases, you can just talk to them. In some cases, you know, like I know Ginger Lynn is on Sex Panther. She tells me most of the sex that she gets are from people who just want to ask her questions about her career and things like that. Sammy is intelligent and cute and good to talk to. So this is how you can start that relationship with her. Start sexting with Sammy Parker today. And you can do that at S-E-X-T-P-A-N-T-H-E-R dot com slash Sammy dash Parker, Parker, I think, Mm -hmm. or Sammy Parker. Mm -hmm. So go on there and start talking to Sammy. And if you're one of the many performers who listen to the show, and this is a great episode for performers, we're going to spend the whole last few minutes of the show getting your advice for um, the newer performers, because you're right. They can learn so much from you. Mm -hmm. But if you are one of the performers uh, who listens to the show and you're not signed up for Sex Panther yet, then shame on you, because you're, (laughs) you're leaving opportunities on the table here to A, get to know your fans a little better, build bonds with your fans, and also separate the fans who um, don't like to pay and who just want to watch you for free out there and the fans who want to spend money on you and taking care of you and supporting your career. So if you are, again, to, to summarize, if you're a fan, sign up for Sex Panther, build that intimate relationship with your favorite porn star. If you're a porn star, get on Sex Panther and start connecting with your fans today. All right, now back to Sammy Parker, who is Sammy Parker XXX with the it's S-A-M-I, Sammy Parker XXX on Twitter. So you started going to sets, you do such a wide variety of stuff. I was amazed <laughs> when we hired you for meanbitches.com and found out <laughs> that you can be like dominant and aggressive. I love being dominant. I'm just like, sometimes I get really mean. Yeah. <laughs> I am a brat, like I am a huge brat. Brat Dom is a big category. Yes, I love it. Like, you see my little suits right here. Ooh, sexy. Okay, she's got some vinyl outfits here. Very nice. I have a bunch of those. Like, I want to collect more. Like, real leather, though, because... No? Yeah. I'm kind of scared with the real leather. I don't want to, like... Or real spandex, because I know you have to, like, powder it and keep it in, like, a special, like, condition and stuff like that, so... You know, like we, so you, you know, right you know, my studio, we have a big wardrobe thing. Yeah, I we, love that. Yeah. And But we're constantly throwing stuff away and then just getting new outfits because mm-hmm. you're right. It's very difficult to keep those outfits, mm-hmm. those vinyl and leather in good yes, shape. Yes, definitely. So I think it's actually better to buy 
the cheaper stuff because mm-hmm. then you can get different varieties and things. Yeah, that's true. So you did a couple of scenes for me, really. In fact, I was in one of the scenes with you, and yes. I loved it. So you played my yes. dominant stepdaughter, I think. <laughs> yes. Am I the only guy that's been hiring you to do Dom stuff, or are you doing mm-hmm. any more? No, I'm not so, doing any. I haven't done any. The only thing I've done was way before you hired me, and that was with um, the Dom fetish. It was here in Las Vegas. I know she runs a studio, and there's this big neon sign that says, Lick My Pussy. It was the <laughs> female dungeon. Yeah, okay. that's what I did. That's I good. really loved it. I worked with this fe- uh, this other Asian girl, and she was like... Um, She's really shorter than me, and she's like she's really well known for her dom work. Okay. And it was so cool working with her because like this was all like my first time doing any dom work. It was so funny. We go on set, and like they're like, "Okay, you're gonna be whipping this guy and doing this. Just follow her lead." And I was like, "Okay, this chick is going and whipping this guy. The cameras are off, and she's still whipping him." And he's like. Ah! He's, he's really loving it. He came up to me like, "You're fine. You don't. You're not gonna hurt me. I really like this." And I was, I was terrified though. I'm like, "I don't. I don't want to hurt anybody here." Yeah, of course. But just seeing her going at it like, "Yeah, whip him!" And I'm like, "Okay, yes. I, I like this. It was getting me off. It was so funny. But like, it was so cool though when we had this guy on all fours and he like chained his balls to these little like little yeah. like we were sitting on this little like um um ottoman like this yeah and we were just like chained to his balls and he's carrying us around we're whipping him that's called pony play yes right we were around. doing it was so cool and that's when i was like wow this is so freaking fun i get Isn't to it? just yeah. be here and this guy's getting off on this that's the thing i'm pleasing him i'm having a good time and i'm getting paid this is so awesome i was so in love with it and i'm like i came back that same day to the model house, and I walk up to my agent, I'm like, I want to do more of this. This is so fun. He's like, well, yeah, we can totally do this. And then I had, like, a few people that, you know, I shot, yeah, I shot with, and then I did the same thing. I was the the daughter, and then were my daddy, whipping them around, and then you're, I was like, yes, I like, love it. It's, it's from so a director's fun. perspective. You watch your stuff, and you're like, what should I do with this girl, you know? <laughs> stepdaughter she's you know such a perfect little brat that you know that that's what your scenes naturally end up becoming Mm -hmm. uh do you so you you sort of got over your your hesitation to be mean to somebody Mm -hmm. what about the scenes where guys are mean to you do you still do stuff like that you like those or no i love those scenes see that's (laughs) the thing i'm like a little switch yes i'm like yes i can turn on and off yes i love that Yes, I love being slapped in the face and thrown around and tossed around. I would love to do it to a girl, too. I have on my Pornhub with Chevella. I was just, like, slapping her around. It was so fun. I I, I like it. It's really nice. You know, I really love that. Putting on the strap on, I just... I just feel so different. I feel like I've, I'm just empowered. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, you better do what I say. I freaking love it. Just doing that is... And when the other person's getting off on this... Yes. It's like, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm loving this. <laughs> That's what makes it... You, you know, like, I do videos sometimes where I'm the dom in, in a sense where, you know, cuckold scenes... Yeah. Where I have to be mean to the cuckold mm-hmm. or mean to the camera, which if it's a cuckold POV. Yeah. And people are like... Oh, I thought you liked being submissive. That's what I like, I was well, like, we would? <laughs> I like um, being... First off, I like any kind of role where you just get into it. You know, mm-hmm. like, once I'm into the character, I can do almost anything. Yeah. But also, 
knowing that the cuckold out there is getting turned on, mm-hmm. to, that makes it hot for me. I can yeah. enjoy doing things knowing that the other person is getting turned on or Definitely. that the other people involved are getting turned on. So being a switch, it's, I think it's the only way to go because when you're being the sub, you can understand what um, is fun about it, you mm-hmm. know, fun for the dom. And when you're the yeah. dom, you're, you can understand what's fun for oh, the sub. definitely. Yes, you understand that. You're like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. It was funny. I dated this one guy, and it freaked me out though at first when he was like, oh, I love being fucking, like, slapped and thrown around. I love it. with the And I was like, whoa, wait, I don't know. But once I did it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I am full hand. This is amazing. I love it. Can I slap you some more? <laughs> like, I yeah. loved it. It was so fun. It was really fun. You know what's funny is that, so I did a dungeon scene yesterday where I was the sub, mm-hmm. and Jada Kai was the dom. Um, I don't know if you ever met Jada, very yeah. beautiful Asian girl mm-hmm, here in yeah, Vegas. She, yeah, I've seen her on Twitter. But I did the same thing I did when I did the scene with you, where... I personally can't enjoy, I can't really enjoy it just being a slave in a dungeon. Mm-hmm. I don't really enjoy getting spanked and whatever, <laughs> but I really enjoy playing a character and then getting into it. So in your scene, yeah. I was the stepdaddy that got dominated by his stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. In her scene, she was like a bookie and I had lost money gambling and so I had to sign a contract with her saying I would be her sex slave in order to work off the debts. Oh my god, that's so creative. <laughs> it was hot, and Jada, yeah. like, transformed. I was stunned. This was the first time we'd shot her, and she really hasn't done very many mm-hmm. scenes. And she always plays, like, a little girl in all of her scenes until yeah. yesterday. And once she got in, in her head, I'm this character, yeah. she became a different person. And I was so turned on. I don't know if I... <laughs> I mean, I was completely turned on in your scene, too. Yeah. And I don't think I've been turned on in any other dungeon scenes I've done to this degree because I'm not, if I'm not playing, if there's not a role that we're playing here, then yeah. it's not as exciting. Yeah, fun, yeah. And isn't that what porn needs more exactly. of? Exactly. Like... That's the thing. That's funny because a lot of people, you know, I watch the punchline. I watch what's going on. I want to know what happens, you know. Yeah. There has to be a storyline. I want to know. Other people skip to that. Like, that's so boring. It's like... I love how, you know, like Pure Taboo and all these other companies are getting yes. into like a storyline. I yeah. freaking love that shit. It's like, oh my God, we need more like that. And I, I have to watch it. So fun. It's keeps you interested. Very, if it's funny, man, that's, that's even, that's even better. <laughs> well, and if you can just get it, if it works, yeah, you know, definitely. like as the director, yeah. sometimes I make videos where I want to get a certain plot across. And all of my videos are about power exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to see the one improv, guy. improv, too. That's yeah. amazing, too. When you just come up with shit like that, you're just like, oh, I'm going to do this. And when it hits, like mm-hmm. when we have a guy and a girl and there's chemistry between them. Oh, that's even better. It's just, you know, it's a double orgasm for mm-hmm. me. If I'm in the scene, it's a double orgasm. Because one, <laughs> I'm watching my vision unfold in front of me yeah. in a wonderful way. Because she's right, guys. Everything we do is improv. We don't have any scripts. Oh, um, yeah. I love it. That's that's my favorite right there is improv. That's, like, my favorite. Well, maybe... and Because this is the thing. People ask me all the time, why don't you make more girl-girl videos? And I tell them, it's very difficult for me to afford to make girl-girl videos because... Girls charge higher rates for a girl-girl scene than they do doming a guy, usually. 
And you got to pay both of them instead of the sub who usually gets very little when it's a guy. Mm-hmm. But maybe since you do most of your work through content trades, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to start up a little Sammy. Sammy, bitch I would slaps love to. Her, you know, I Sammy. told Kevin, I was like, you know what? I want to be slapping somebody around pretty soon. <laughs> and there's so many um, sub females in Las Vegas. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. You just need to meet all the sub-girls out Mm -hmm. here. You know what would be funny would be um, cool to see you and Rocky Emerson together, for example, because Rocky's six foot three, but likes being dommed. And, you know, like, little teeny you could make her your little slut. Oh, I would love that. You know, write on all over her and lipstick. No, I love that little fucking slut bag. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This hole right here. (laughs) Yeah, talk to her about how you're going to pour her out and make money off of her. And I could see you doing a whole little series for your Mm -hmm. OnlyFans or whatever and then getting a new market segment there definitely i totally like you like when i met last time i was like i am reaching into the dom world more i love this this is my world right here i love it it's amazing well we want you back i don't yes. know if you're working for other people because you say you might not be working no, for have, okay. no. you still work for us yeah oh, definitely good, good. okay yeah, yeah. Just, i know kevin anytime i would love to okay so this sort of gets into the um performer advice part of the show but one of the reasons we love shooting Sammy is because you've branded yourself. You've worked hard to make your brand and build your your audience, mm-hmm. and not through press releases. Like You're not doing it the traditional way. You're doing it organically, where you're putting great content out, and you're connecting with your fans and and i want to get into that um so i'll I'll do we'll do that i'll take our other commercial break real quickly here i want to tell you about our other sponsor savage sin clothing savage sin clothing is clothing for people like me who don't know how to dress like a cool person so with that in mind i have headed up to the savage sin clothing website at savagesinclothing.com that's s-a-v-a-g-e-s-i-n clothing.com they've got men's clothes women's clothes unisex clothes and some awesome accessories as well all on very high quality material i'm just browsing through the shirts right now i see a shirt that says live fast fight hard i see a shirt that says never trust the living how about one that says fuck society how many of my listeners would look perfect in a shirt that says fuck society on it i think that's actually pretty much most of you uh, a shirt that says censored, which pretty much covers me often. I uh, try to be on this show somewhat censored. Erotic worlds. Uh, but I think Never Stop the Hustle is the best one that I've seen yet. How about another one? Here's one that says, Sex work is work. Stigma kills. So many of you who listen to the show are sex workers. This is your way of expressing yourself. On the female side... On the female side, we've got tank tops, we've got some bikinis, and some shirts that say cool stuff. I see some uh, lips and a tongue, kind of a Rolling Stone looking thing. Uh, Is this just fantasy? That's a tank top. I like that one quite a bit. Looking at the swimwear now. Uh, Here's a bikini that says Censored and a bikini that says Savage Sin. These are all cool things. I encourage you to go to SavageSinClothing.com, which helps you in two ways. Number one, it helps you help us. It supports the show. And more importantly, it's uh, number two, it's a way for you to get some cool clothing. And let me make this super easy because the deal has gotten even sweeter since last week on the show. 
you're going to use your promo code KINGSIN, K-I-N-G-S-I-N, and you're going to get not only a 40% discount, but free shipping. Yep, that's right, free shipping. So what are you waiting for? Get over to Savage Sin Clothing and get yourself some cool clothing today. Again, that's SavageSinClothing.com. Okay, so I wanted to ask you about your OnlyFans because this is something that every girl... I get asked so many questions on Twitter about how to be successful at OnlyFans. And what I ought to do... In fact, what I do sometimes is just Mm -hmm. tell them, you need to go look at Sammy Parker and what she does. Um, Because you guys have to put yourselves... You performers need to put yourselves in the heads of your fans. Your Mm -hmm. fan is taking a leap of faith when he pays his $6 or $10 or $20 or whatever you charge. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you can either reward their trust in you or break their trust in you. And if you break their trust in you... You've lost interest. You've lost them forever. Mm -hmm. But what Sammy does is she delivers every damn day. Like, how often do you put new content on your OnlyFans? Every day. Every day. day. I wake up, I'm taking pictures, selfies, videos. I am responding to my fans. I am making sure that whatever they paid for, they are getting rewarded. And there are a few fans that I've had for a couple of years that are totally supporting me, that have helped me be where I am at today. And, you know, once they sign up, like you said, you got to reward them or you lose them. Right. This is all I'm giving you girls advice out there. Yeah. Once they come on, you sub- you give them something. Give them a video, give them a picture, ask them their name, connect with them. Because that's all they want. When they come onto this website, when they come onto your Sex Panther, when they come onto your Snapchat, whatever they are on, they want to connect with you. And obviously, when you're on Twitter tweeting, hey, I want to meet you, and that's not going to work, obviously. Right. The tweet you tweeted out, I love that one day, when you're telling how you need to support her. Your your favorite, you know, porn star. You need to, t- you know, tip her, right. buy her content. You know, like uh, get on her wish list, buy her something. That is the way you win us. Like, come on, you know. There's like a lot of fans out there that claim to be, you know, a fan. Hey, I'm your biggest fan, but what are you doing for me? I know you. I see you out there tweeting all my Pornhub links and doing this, and That's you're right. watching shit for free. You're stealing porn off on all these other websites. Like you're not on my OnlyFans. You're not on my Pornhub. You're not on this website. Subscribe to it, purchasing and buying their content. You're stealing it. So that's not a way to win us. Just, we're just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna avoid you. I'm not gonna retweet your stuff. So yeah, like I said. It's, Tip us, buy things off our wish list, subscribe to the companies we shoot for, like your website. Not you know, you want to support us, Absolutely. support them too as well. Because and, and by the way, yeah, t- uh, you are not helping Sammy by sending me a tweet saying shoot Sammy <laughs> Parker. That's not helping her. Helping no. her is joining her OnlyFans. Yeah, um, and and I don't even have any interest. Really, in all you fans who tweet me and say shoot so and so girl, mm-hmm. if you're not a member of my website, yeah. You know, like, I get it. You want to get Sammy to send you an attaboy. You're like a dog that wants a pat on the head when you go out and tweet, shoot Sammy Parker for mean bitches. Mm. But I read my my members' messages every day. Um, When somebody from the members' section of mean bitches 
says to me, that's a, that's a paying member Mm -hmm. says to me, Hey, we would love to see more of Sammy. I listen to that Mm -hmm. when you're just out there on Twitter, not buying porn and putting up Pornhub links and whatever Mm -hmm. for free. That's meaningless to me. You're not really helping her. Um, but from a performer perspective, when you're giving advice to other performers, help them. There's a couple of things they need to understand that a lot of performers don't. Number one, when a guy tips you, he expects some kind of little reward, like a thank you, baby, or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what happens if you don't even respond to a guy that tips you on OnlyFans? Well, when, you know, if I've been busy with family, I haven't been on my account all day. Guy tips me 25 or whatever, 45, and he's like, he had just subscribed. I haven't given him a thank you video. I haven't done anything, and he's there, and he's gone. Right. He's going to go take his money elsewhere because there's a lot of OnlyFans accounts there's a lot of girls there's a lot of webcam models you know what he's gonna take his money and go elsewhere it's funny me and Abigail Mack were sitting there like yeah that's what's gonna happen she's like I learned that a long time ago she's like I I have had all these fans and once you ignore them they're gonna take their money and go elsewhere I mean like hey you know yeah they're gonna be like I'm tipping this model webcam model and that I've got messages like that before where they're like oh you're too late babe I'm on Snapchat with this girl, and da da I'm like, oh, okay, well, have fun. <laughs> like, enjoy that. I'm sorry. Like, I'm kind of busy, too. I have a, like, that's the thing, too. I saw this one tweet where this girl was like, you know, don't expect, you know, us to reply to you on point, on site, because we do have lives, too. Yeah. We all do. You know, we're, we're attending to family. We have pets. Some of us have children. Some of us have husbands and wives. We have a household. We are running here. Like, nobody knows, because we don't want to put that out there publicly we keep that to ourselves a lot of these fans think like oh you're a porn star i can send you my dick i can send you this hey you wanna wait how much to fuck it's so funny i get that question all the time it's like (laughs) come on dude (laughs) uh to quote the great christy canyon who once uh, wrote in her book porn is what i do it's not who i am exactly Um, and same thing here. It's something I do. I enjoy doing it. I love doing it. I love being a nasty little slut on camera, giving the best blowjobs. But when the camera's off, guess what? I get up, I turn around, I clean myself up, and I'm a normal human being. Right. I'm not this, like, oh, I want to suck your dick all the time over here. But no, I'm just like, hey, can I go get some food? <laughs> yeah, watch your I wanna, Yeah, guys. I want to go. goes hiking and I love skating. hiking, yes. Yeah. I love hiking. I love reorgan. I love interior designing. The main thing I do love, though, is, like, taking photos for my OnlyFans. That's something yeah. I love. I've always wanted to be behind the camera. A lot of these girls come on here, make a few bucks, and go leave. You know, you can become, you, you can become a makeup artist. You can become a photographer. You can even become a director. Anything you set your mind to you can become as long as you put in the hard work and the effort i really want to become a director i want to have my own website the person i looked up to like you i look up to you i look up to riley reed a lot of people you know because you build yourself up and you make it happen and you you know like it just takes work that's right. Yeah, it definitely it's does. It's a seven-day-a-week. Definitely, yes. For me, you it's seven are days a booked week. all the time, and yeah. it's amazing. That's what you need to do. And, you know, there's, like, a lot of these girls just, no. Absolutely. Um, and they can learn so much from what mm-hmm. you've accomplished. Now, let's help them. We're going to give them the biggest secret mm-hmm. that people don't seem to understand about OnlyFans. 
that you can help me get across to the performers. Because I saw a girl tweeting the other day uh, making fun of girls who don't charge much on OnlyFans and saying, look at these girls, these <laughs> whores giving it away on OnlyFans for $9 or $6. Um, know your self-worth. Don't you feel like... Don't you don't you think you're better than that? And well, let, let me just make a point, <laughs> make a point before you, because I'm going to let you rant. Um, the question here is, what's more important: charging ninety nine dollars to join your OnlyFans or making tons of money on your check? Which is more important: the price you're charging or the mm-hmm. amount you get in your check at the end of the month? Now, rant. Go ahead. Well, see, my agent who's not my boyfriend, he has worked in the jewelry business. He's a salesman. Yeah. So he came to me, and I was pissed at him that one day he wanted to change my subscription price mm-hmm. from about, like, $14.99 to $6.99. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, sweetie, look at this from this point. You want to make, like you said, you want to make a big paycheck or you want to make a little paycheck. That's right. You're going to have at least 30, 40 fans signing up per day instead of five when you're charging nineteen ninety nine, you're gonna have like five fans sign up. When you're charging six ninety nine or five four three ninety nine, you're gonna have forty eight fans, twenty fans, fifteen fans sign up per day, and that counts. And most of those fans are gonna be tippers because, sweetie, guess what? These are all porn fans, and the real porn fans sign up for websites. They get on your Amazon. They support you. That's the real porn fans. That's right. And you know they're all out there. They're everywhere. There's a lot of lonely guys out there. They have a lot of money. A lot of money. And they don't have anybody to give it to. There's no woman. And then when they find you, they're like, oh. And you hook them. Oh, man. They are sprung. Guess what, sweetie? You're getting a fucking 5000 paycheck from just, like, staying at home all day working on your OnlyFans for, like, a week. Yes. You make all that money. Like, literally, I sit there like, oh, my God, my statements. It's funny. I, that's how, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to give you specific numbers, but mm-hmm. the bottom line is that there's nothing that harms your self-worth having a, a, a $7 or $5 no, subscription not. price. Yeah, I, because I you're see... getting mm-hmm. money from the... You, once you've got market share, mm-hmm. then you're getting tips. You're selling, you know, paper message or whatever. Yeah. These guys are buying you things on your Amazon. And in Definitely. the end, it's all about how much you make, it's, not what yeah, you charge. Exactly. It's all about what you make. And then you think about it, too. This is a discount for your fans. You tell them, hey, baby, I want to make this discount for you. This is for you. They feel so special. They feel special. They're like, oh, Absolutely. fuck yeah, you're my favorite now. These other cam girls charging $15.99. Oh, no, no, no. I want yours. $5.99. Let's um, sign me up. They're on your shit they're like hey and then they i don't know where if they you know they were like bam five ten dollars tipping you and they're like hey and then bam hey I, you got my attention what's up <laughs> yeah and yeah. Yeah, maybe you're gonna end up with some mm-hmm. super fans as well definitely who are gonna be with you you know i've got people who signed up for meanbitches.com in 2003 who... see those are real fans right there they love your work they support you and man that's awesome see yeah. those are the ones you go and thank and be like hey fuck yeah i, I try you. Send and, a free subscription once in a while, you know? <laughs> when they let me know, yeah. Um, but I tell you what I do that to thank them is mm. I give them content. Ooh, see? Consistently and great content, and I try to be better yeah, every week than the week before. Yeah, definitely. But I never, I, you never see me make an apology tweet. Like, mm. sorry I've been gone from Mean Bitches for a while. Uh, I but, never but do now those we're tweets start, either. <laughs> because you know why I don't make them? Because I don't have to. Because mm-hmm. I've never been gone. I've given them... Mm-hmm. Content 
consistently for 17 or 18 years now or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do on yeah, since, your OnlyFans. Yeah, for like almost two years now. Literally every day I'm shooting and shooting and shooting and I've got like 20 of these SIM cards with, you know, like so much memory on them. They're just piling up. It's crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I have take all these photos. Mm. And it's funny. Everybody's like, does your boyfriend take those photos? I'm like, no, I take them all myself. I have that little tripod and the little Bluetooth right? clicker. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it though. It's so amazing. The things you can do now with technology. It is so freaking amazing. Like, oh my God, I love it. Let me ask you one more advice thing for the young performer, because one other thing I really like about you is that when you're on set, you bring positivity, mm-hmm. and everyone loves you. The camera person loves mm-hmm. you. The makeup artist loves you. Like You walk out of there with everyone saying, we want to shoot this girl again. Like, Can you <laughs> sort of give some advice to the young performer about how to behave on set? Well, when you come on set, be professional. Be very, like you know, when you say courteous, you know, be yeah. be very nice to everybody. The makeup artist, you know, the talent, the director, the photographer, they all came here for you and, you know, they want to shoot you. Obviously, you're the star. So make a good impression. Make them want to have you back again. Like, oh my gosh, she was so funny. She was so cool. Let's have her back again. Let's, when can we have her back again? That's what, you know, my agent loves hearing too. When I, you know, when I'm, the shoot's over, I tell him, oh, we're done. And he asks, how was she? He asks the director, what's up? And then the director's like, oh, my God, we loved her. She was so amazing. We are back again. That makes me really happy. Yeah. And that's what gets you further into this industry. If you're a little brat on set, if you're treating the makeup artist like shit, if you are being really rude and disrespectful, nobody's going to want to shoot you again. They're right. like, oh, yeah, we want to avoid that energy around here. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you want to keep it positive, be happy, and just, yeah, be happy that this company, you know, wants to shoot you, that took, you know, the time to book you and, you know, pay the location fees, pay for the wardrobe, pay for your meal and do all these things for you, pay for the makeup artist. So, you know... Yeah. Let me help her summarize that just by (laughs) saying that you as a performer, the minute that you're done on a set, you're unemployed again. Yeah. And it's up to you to make sure that the companies that you've already worked for want to hire you again Mm -hmm. to go along with the new companies that are going to hire you so that you can expand and build your base. Definitely. And to do that, you you have to act like you want to be there when you're on set. So Mm -hmm. we're getting close to wrapping this up with Sammy. Um, So I want to ask her a couple more questions. Um, one more advice question, and then I, I just want to come back to what what your favorite scenes have been. But so you have somewhat of a rags to riches uh, story here. You came from a difficult environment. I think there are so many other young eighteen year olds out there who may be listening to this podcast, living mm-hmm. on an Indian reservation or living in a, in a place where they don't have a lot, and they want to better their lives. And and, and by the way, people out there who aren't in the porn industry and think you're better than the porn industry or whatever becoming a porn performer is a very legitimate uh career choice for a lot of people and you all out there should be encouraging this not discouraging this so shame on you if you if you aren't but help out that young person give some advice to them on how can they get into the industry do they just start putting pictures on instagram and wait for agents to contact them (laughs) well there's a lot of things you can do 
I've heard of girls who just like go on Craigslist. You know, there's a lot of things you can do, but definitely have that thick skin. Think about the long term. Why are you in this? Are you just here to make a few bucks? Do you actually want fame? Is this the career path you want? Because once you jump into this, there's no going back. Right. You know, you can't go be a teacher. Right. You can't be the president. You can't, you know, go do this, this, this. No, this is a huge, big choice. And it's funny, a lot of these girls jump into this and like, oh, I fucking regret this. Why did I do this? Yeah. My face is all over the camera. Yeah. You've got to build some tick, like thick, tough skin. So that's what you want to do. But... And definitely. by the way, don't get mad at us producers if you go on a go see and you don't get the job. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's you're... the thing, too, because they are all here for, uh, you know, they all the people, they will judge you. Oh, yeah. your nose is too big. You're too fat or this and that. And it's like you got to you got to fit the the You scene. fit what they're looking for. Yeah, fit no, what they're and, looking and for. And for example, yeah. I think we did a go see with Sammy like a year before we shot her. Yeah, you said no, yeah. Oh, we said no at the time. Yeah. Yeah, because we, I was a little chubby and no, because my agent told me, hey, you could lose a little weight. And I, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can. I can be skinnier. I can make myself better and I want to. You know, so that's what I did. I made that change. I made that sacrifice. Hey, I'm not going to eat pizza. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You know, your health should be your main priority as well, too. You shouldn't be getting too fat. You shouldn't be getting too drunk. You shouldn't be eating all these fat, you know, sugary foods. You should be worried about your health. Oh, yeah, performers uh, yeah, really should for, yeah, you see choose them. their eating yeah. because it makes their mm-hmm. skin. Yeah, exactly, bad. even our skin. Yeah, so. exactly. So you want to take care of yourself if you're going to get in this industry, too. You want to be fit. You want to have a great mentality. You want to, you know, make that decision, hey, is this what I really want? Don't want to, you know, put full head in you. There's a lot of people that go on Pornhub and just shoot their body waist down. You can do that, too. There's a lot of things you can do. That's true. Yeah, yeah but, like, if you're going to be a porn star and call yourself a porn star and do all these things, then you got to have some thick skin. Absolutely. Yep. When we saw you, by the way, it's not, I don't think you were chubby, or at least I didn't think you were chubby at the time. I just thought you weren't ready for us. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Oh, no, wait, yeah, the... I, you did shoot me, and I was, like, scared to hit people, and I was really yeah. nervous on set. You didn't set. have the confidence I didn't have when the we confidence. first did the exactly. I didn't have the acting skills. For you to be skills. in the kind of role that mm-hmm. we wanted you to be. Definitely. But and then I... when you grew up a little bit, like mm-hmm. a year, a year, or maybe two years later... Two years later, definitely. Yeah. Then see? we shot you like at least two times, maybe three times. Yeah, I can't remember since see? then. Yeah, see, it takes time. And if you had gone on Twitter and trashed me and said, oh, fuck him. Oh, he... that's the thing. Oh, my God. That's the thing new talent do that yeah. is a huge mistake. Yes. Do not go to Twitter yeah. and take this out onto the company. Like yeah. People will be tweeting out Team Ski. Oh, you didn't shoot me because of this and that. Yeah. Don't do that. Right. That makes you look really bad. If I was a company... Like you and some like, and I did that to you, and I start tweeting back at you. I'll be like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not shooting her again. She has issues. She's on drugs. Something's right. wrong with her. You know, like she can try it. Like literally, I would think this in my mind. She can try again in a couple of years. Yes. She needs to just get it together. You know, that's a lot of things. People get so butt hurt. Right. These millennials, yes. they get butt hurt when right. you tell them, "Hey, you're lazy. You need to work out. You need to do this or this or this." 
they just get all butthurt and cry in the corner. It's like, bro, take that in and be yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to turn this around. I'm going to prove you wrong. And I'm going to do that acting role. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And I'm, you're going to see me again. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to see me on the freaking, you know, X-Biz. I'm going to be up there winning awards. Yeah. But a lot of these talent, they're just like, oh, no. Go to Twitter. And cry about it. And then all of their fans are up there all backing them up. Like, oh, yeah, sweetie, nobody should treat you like that. And da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> millennials. <laughs> yeah, millennials. If you want to get your revenge on me for not choosing you for a role, then go out and slim your body down, uh, get rid of the glasses, get your hair, or get a better, you know, get a better weave, the or get one, real hair. The one and- cracked me up where you're like... Well, I'm booked through August. I can't just book you right away. See, that's the thing yeah. people don't understand, too, is our time, our booking schedules, what we have going on. It's not all about you. You know, just because you sent me that email doesn't mean I'm going to respond right away and get you booked right away because yeah. you need that rent money. Right. Exactly. No. Yeah. I have a schedule, sweetheart. I have these dates planned. I have a studio. I have a booking area. I have nothing. You know, you don't understand. So, you know. Yeah. Your loss. <laughs> and we're diversified with what we shoot. If mm-hmm. I shoot um, a small uh, American Indian girl one week, then the next week after that, I'm probably not going to shoot a girl with a similar look. Definitely, so yeah. You're all, yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. I find a great performer and I go, yeah, I want to shoot that girl. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't work out until a year later that I have the right, you know, the schedule right and I need the right girl and, mm-hmm. then, you know, so on. And it works out that way. Um, all right, so last question then. I just want to get your happiest set story. Like, what's the set that you just really loved being on? And maybe you can give me your your worst set story too while you're at it. Hmm. Aside from mine, because you can, you know, you know. I know you had a <laughs> great time thinking, on my set. Oh, I loved your set. It was so fun. But I don't know. All the sets are like the same, you know, like. Well, yours was really fun. It was a little different because you don't have all the other extra girls hanging out. Right. Most companies have, like, you know, like, they rent out a big mansion like this, and they have Team Skeet sits next door, and Naughty America over here on this side of the house. We're shooting, you know, um, Brazzers and stuff. Right. So on your set, it's a lot different, and I love that about that. It's more quiet, more comfortable. It's just us working. You get to you know meet the photographer and do, it's just a lot different being on other sets for me is a lot more like work it's a lot work and it's a lot more nerve-wracking because a lot of girls come up like hey what's up what are you doing yeah. like who which agency are you with and they just just want to gossip they want to hear the tea they want to talk about drama and it's like i'm not here to do that i like to keep has anybody stolen your stuff on set before no i've heard a lot of bad things though have you gotten in a fight on set before no i've gotten into an issue with one of the makeup artists so he had this one makeup artist that i talked to about i described her to uh, my boyfriend he's like oh i know her she's been at my house before shooting along she's a tweaker so i was like oh so she was really like grumpy on set she was just being really agitated with things and i'm telling her this side's a little too dark she had a bunch of black eyeshadow on one side uh-huh. i'm like this is you gotta even it out a little she looked at me like i know what i'm doing i'm a makeup artist i'm like okay cool <laughs> afterwards i went to the director and i'm like 
can you see on this side it's a little dark and then he's like oh my god we gotta we gotta go get you fixed he's like this is totally fine sweetie this day is about you we're yeah. gonna make you happy this is your scene too you know you're gonna get the content so let's go fix this we come to her we're like hey we just want to lighten her eyeshadow on one side and she just threw her makeup brushes down like you can fix it yourself I made wow. you a base, and you can fix it. And she started packing her things up, and I'm like, whoa, what happened? She's like, I would like my check now. I would like my check now. She just kept saying that, and I was like, oh, my God. I looked at him like, why are you hiring people like this? And he's like, I have just hired her just today, so. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I've never experienced He's like, I'm just telling, like, just tell her to go right now. It was, it was crazy, and I was like, holy, that's the only incident I've had on set. I've came to set with other girls, like, like, just like on edge and they're like yeah this one girl just started shit with me and now you're here and i was like yeah i came in as replacements too where girls have just thrown fits either they're high on something they have a hangover or just you know in a grumpy mood and it's funny because a lot of these girls are like i'm on my period i can't shoot <laughs> it's like that, you yeah, just shove a few that. sponges up there you're fine dude <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a tough one because if you're not going to shoot when you're in your period, you're giving up like 25% of your. Definitely. And then this is the thing, too. Some girls don't take in, like, hey, you know, this is a shoot location. They paid. They don't know, too. They're just like, whatever. I can just call in sick. No. People have paid for this location. They've brought the makeup artists here. You know, they paid for the photographer. They got all the lights here. And now you're just canceling. Like, that is just so freaking. Oh, man. Yeah, so you annoying. performers, you don't realize how much you cost us. When yeah. You mm-hmm. Either have drama that ruins the scene or you cancel at the last minute on us. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that we are personally upset. It's that no. we have a location, we have a makeup artist, we have a production assistant. Mm-hmm. I personally give out kill fees to everybody. See, yeah, sure. that's the thing, too. And then people will take that to Twitter, like, oh, you're charging me a kill fee. And that's like, whoa, dude, you don't understand how business yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had somebody got mad at me because her agent charges kill fees mm-hmm. and to the performers. and But I don't know if she realized because she canceled on me the morning of. And I even tried to, and I was like, we can move the scene to the afternoon. We can, you know, we can mm-hmm. move it to tomorrow, whatever. But, you know, and she just couldn't work it out. Uh, and then she got charged a kill fee. And I, and I was like, well, I paid kill fees is the problem here. I, yeah. you know, unless we're going to just move the scene back a few hours my makeup artist could have had other work that day. Exactly. My production assistant See? could have had other work that day. It, it, it's just not you. It's the other people. They have family to feed. They have bills to pay. These talent don't take it. They don't understand. They go to Twitter and make mad tweets. And that's why you're not working, honey. I see a lot of girls like that. Like, oh, you don't like my tattoos. And it's because you won't shoot me. Sweetie, maybe you shouldn't have got those tattoos in the first place. And a lot of porn now... You know, you come across girls without tattoos. You're like, whoa, you don't have tattoos? That's amazing. I want to shoot you. I want to shoot you. You know, like a lot of companies. It's yeah, funny. This, true. this, me, my agent came across the new girl that's blowing up now, Emily Willis. Wow. She is blowing up. My yeah. girl, I love her. But when um, she first came into the industry and we found out she had no tattoos, it was like, whoa, holy fuck, this girl has no tattoos. And she came in like, oh, I kind of want tattoos. And I was, like, I was like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And now she's shooting with Vixen, Tushy. She's blowing up. And, you know, her look and everything, petite, small, no boobs, no surgeries, no tattoos. Yeah. 
you blowing up, you know, like Caucasian, you blow up. It's crazy. Yeah, if you want to get into porn, you probably shouldn't get a bunch no, of tattoos. No, yeah, it's, don't get tattoos. It's irrational. I think it's stupid, but a lot of yeah. porn companies will, don't want to you shoot. You don't have tattoos. Tattoo girls. I don't have any tattoos. Mm-mm, see? Uh, you know, but it's not that I'm anti-tattoos. I shoot no. tattoo girls. But, yeah. Um, but that's just the reality of if you're out porn. there. Porn people for... Whatever reason, a lot of porn companies are not really scientific about this. They just have heard from other porn companies that you shouldn't shoot girls with tattoos. Mm-hmm. So they don't. And, you know, by the way, if you're a young up-and-coming porn producer listens to the show, which we have lots of, I, as a 20-year veteran, almost recommend that you put stuff, try stuff. You know, Different. Put, like, Always different. Shoot a tattoo girl mm-hmm. and see how your audience responds. You know, you want to shoot a transgender, shoot a transgender, see how your audience responds. Um, we shot a beautiful BBW a few weeks ago. It's going up on the website tomorrow. We'll see how my audience responds. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what know. I'm doing. I'm always like switching it up for my my mem- my OnlyFans members. I'm always doing in different rooms, different talent, trying different things. I'm always asking them for their input too. What do you want to see me do? What do you want? Like more? Give me more input because it does pay off. And they're. You know, their voice means a lot to us, especially even if they're our fans. We want to make them happy. There it is, everybody. Sammy Parker, <laughs> if you want to start the Sammy Parker experience, um, create that bond with you and Sammy, become special to Sammy, go join her OnlyFans. Go yes. do this. It's only, how many, how many, how much is it to join? Six nine nine. She's made it a no-brainer for you to go join her OnlyFans page. And once you join the Sammy Parker OnlyFans page, you're not just joining a website. You are becoming um, special to Sammy Parker, and you'll start communicating with her and talking to her. Mm -hmm. And I go live once a week. And you'll get to to be part of her live shows. So go do that. And... um, if you are one of our 60,000 subscribers to the show, we thank you so much for for joining us. If you're one of the people that just joined the show because you're a fan of Sammy Parker and are not a subscriber already, we would encourage you to please go subscribe, whether it is on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or any other place that you get podcasts. Subscribe to us and give us a five-star review or um, don't even listen to the show. Just give us that five-star review because that's what we want out of you is the big five-star review. So this is going to be the last episode of the season or maybe the second-to-last episode of season one. We've got big changes coming to the podcast in season two, which will be in just a few weeks. So you're going to want to stay tuned for this. So there you go, everybody. The great Sammy Parker. Thank you so much for listening. Man.